From the Utah School Counselors Association, this is The Sounding Board, where school counselors share ideas. I'm Nate Webb. And I'm Hilary Emmer. We can't wait for you to hear these ideas. Let's get to it. All right, everybody, welcome back to The Sounding Board, where counselors share ideas. Today, we have here with us Kate Staker on the Utah School Counselors Association Board. Um, Kate is our elementary school VP, um, and she does a whole slew of other things, as most of you other elementary school counselors do. Um, so thank you so much, Kate, for coming on the show. Glad to be here. Absolutely. So how did you end up in an elementary school? Like, were you always in an elementary school or have you done any other levels? Uh, so I, I did my practicum and internships. I've kind of been a little bit of everywhere, I guess, because I did my practicum at a high school and I started my internship at a junior high. But then I got hired on as an elementary counselor during part of my internship in Davis School District because they will hire interns. Um, as long as they get licensed in like that particular year. Right, right, right. And so that that's what I got hired on as. And I, I have worked with younger kids before and I I enjoy it and, and it was it was a good fit. Yeah, yeah, totally. Elementary is a whole nother monster though, than like the other levels of school counseling. Because oh, like yeah. at high schools, you're you're counting up credits, you're looking at the nitty-gritty little quarter credit here and a half credit there, making sure they got all that done, a lot of career planning involved. What's wh- how is elementary school different? Uh, elementary school is different because we don't really do any of that CCR stuff. Um, or let me let me rephrase that because I was going to say I was going to say CCR stuff, but we don't do it like the same way that you guys do. Right. So right, like right. you guys don't, we don't do the credit things. We don't do the college and career plans like you guys do. Right. Right. Um, right. What we do is we promote college and career readiness through SEL lessons um, and teaching students the skills that they need to be emotionally and socially successful as adults. Right. Those, that, and that, that SEL piece is probably the biggest piece about being an mm-hmm. elementary school counselor, getting into the classrooms, because as a high school counselor, our percentage that we're in the classroom, it's like 10, 15 percent or something. And yeah. the rest of the time we're doing responsive service. We're doing graduation, you know, dropout prevention, stuff like that. Yeah. But you guys, what are you like 50 percent in the classrooms? Um, it depends on the counselor. Uh, some people depend. It really just depends on your school's needs. Yeah. Um, I know some counselors that are, are in the classroom most of the time, maybe like 70% of the time. Um, for me, like I, I have a lot of responsive services to do with groups and individual counseling. So I only teach maybe each class once a month. Wow. Just cause I don't have time when I have those other needs, you know? Right. And what are the age groups of the kids that you counsel at your elementary school? Um, we have kindergarten through sixth grade. Okay. So that's like what? Six-year-olds? Um, anywhere from five to 12. Five to 12. Woof. That is an age range. <laughs> that is quite an age range. Um, and you're seeing a lot of responsive services in that age range right now? Yeah. Um, usually I'm in, at a title one school. And so we have a lot of different needs than other schools. Um, but every elementary school has 
a lot of responsive services. And I think that's something that a lot of people don't understand about elementary. They're little, they're like little five-year-olds. Yeah. No, I I have probably uh, every year about a hundred or more kids that I see, whether in groups or individually in elementary school. So, um, and I mean, a hundred is, is kind of good for me. (laughs) And how many kids are at your school period? At my school, there's only 400, but I know other counselors at my school, in my school district, they are so busy too. Cause they have like over a thousand kids at their school. And they're the only, and they're the only elementary school counselor there. Yeah. Um, And so they have like a lot of, they have, we don't have the same exact needs, but they still have those needs, you know? Right. And let's talk about that SEL piece for a second there. So uh, for those who don't know, SEL stands for social and emotional learning. Um, you go in and you do, do lessons about social emotional learning. What are some of some of those resources that you've shared with the kids? Like, are there specific lessons you go after? Are there specific programs that you found have been helpful? Because I know some people, they're like, all right, you're an elementary school counselor, build your program. And they're like, what? What do I, what lessons? What? Yeah. Show me something. That totally happens. And luckily in, in, at least in my school district, um, we try and do like a lot of like share and stuff to help the new counselors get better ideas and things like that. Ooh, what's a share Um, so a share is when, uh, the elementary school counselors get together for like a, maybe like once every month or two. And we get together and just share ideas. We have a topic every time, like it might be like a classroom lesson or a group lesson or an individual lesson. And people just share their ideas, their favorite lessons. And the the very veteran counselors always have such great resources to give out to the newbies. Mm -hmm. And and what we do is we just kind of like have a potluck and then we, we have some, each person presents their ideas and passes out a handout so that they have those resources. And then they're able to use that to go and teach and they can contact the person if they have any questions about the lesson. Dang. Um, so that's been really helpful. Um, as far as SEL goes, we have a, like, there's lots of SEL programs out there. Um, I know the one at my school we use is called Harmony. Um, we like it a lot at our school because they put the lessons together for you and it teaches like the five, uh, castle, uh, I'm trying to think of what they're called. Uh, (laughs) the five castle, uh, uh, like the main points of social emotional learning. So, Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, my brain's not working. Oh, you're good. <laughs> it is 6.30 on a when. Nope. What day is it? It's Thursday. There we go. No, it's Wednesday. It is Wednesday. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, so so what ours teaches, the, the, the program that we use, they teach, um, it has the five units. Uh, the first one's diversity and inclusion. And what that just basically teaches is that um, there's differences among us and and that it's okay that we're different. And that is like very much needed right now. Like these little lessons that the kids are learning early on right now, it's going to help prevent some of these big world problems we're facing right now as large society. These lessons, you counselors, you elementary school counselors, 
You are helping to save the rising generation, y'all. Okay. <laughs> we need more of you. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, we that's the first unit. And then the second one is like empathy and critical thinking. So it teaches those skills. Um, it also teaches about um, communication, uh, problem solving, and peer relationships. See, so, these are all things that my high schoolers struggle with. <laughs> like communication, talking to people face to face, problem solving, actually doing stuff instead of just whining about it and texting about it. Right. I feel like <laughs> I'm not going to say that their that their counselors failed them because they didn't. Their counselors, <laughs> but it's these things that these kids like the, these soft skills aren't so soft. They're hard. They're not easy. Yeah. No, you're right. And it and hold on. Let me uh, my dog's toy is like super loud. <laughs> we can hear it. <laughs> so yeah, she's got a dog in the background and the dog is going ham on its chew toy. And that's totally fine. He loves his monkey. He so... loves his monkey. He loves killing his monkey. <laughs> but um, anyways, so yeah, SEL is just I know there's lots of misconceptions about SEL and everything, but really all it's doing is teaching kids these skills to be successful adults. Yeah. Cause I mean, how can we, how can we problem solve if we can't communicate very well, you know, and, and it's easier for us to work together too, if we have those critical thinking and empathy skills and, and better peer relationships and, and understand that our differences are there, but, it's okay. We can still work together. Right. 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 All the, all these things kind of mesh together to help us be successful human beings yeah. and cooperate in society. And as and so then, I, oh, you go know, for it, go oh, for it. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say like a, a lot of elementary school counselors to try to tie that in, tie our SEL in with college and careers too, in our lessons. And, and then maybe we have like a college week. Some of us do, uh, in the spring and things like that. So we, we, we do do some of this, a little bit of the same stuff as you guys, but it in a different not way, quite the same, right? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. You, you, you know, you bring out jobs that like just jobs in general, like look at the fun jobs versus like, all right, you need to go to this school for this degree to do yep. this, to get this job. It's yep. we want a job. Okay. We want a job. I, I yep. got you. And we talk about like, um, like how it's important to, to, to get, in the habit of doing your homework and things like that to prepare you for junior high and high school and, and eventually having a job, you know, because you are going to have assignments in every job that you have. And so you got to complete them. You can't just not do them. Right. Right. So what else? So there's from what you've said, from I heard from other elementary school counselors, you guys do a lot. Like yeah. <laughs> go through, take us through what you do typically. Like what does your workload look like in a typical day? Um, so I kind of go through a big sequence of all these things that I have to do in, in every day. And the first thing I do is check on um, like the SEL stuff that I'm in charge of, of my school. Cause I'm kind of like the head of the SEL committee since, you know, I guess I am considered the expert on it being the counselor. Um, and so I, I make quizzes for our teachers SEL lessons because our the Harmony program that we use, they uh, the teachers teach a lesson every single week mm. 
to the kids. And so I made quizzes for that so that we could track data on learning and see where we're still struggling with some problems. Um, and so I, I make sure that's up to date. Um, I make sure, um, you know, my lessons are, are ready to go because I teach classroom lessons pretty much every day. Um, and I might have to plan some lessons for the next month too, or, or um, things like that. Uh, I usually have uh, two or three groups every day and I run through those. Um, and then I have a lot of individual kids right now. I know a lot of us have seen a rise in uh, suicidal ideations and uh, self-harm. Even in elementary school, it happens. I think the youngest I've had is seven. Oh my gosh. So, so we definitely have things like that. Um, we also are like the, the resource keeper kind of thing. Cause like I, I help run our school's food pantry, stuff like that, and, and help give our family service worker some uh, referrals so that she can contact people for maybe uh, bill assistance or other food options or clothing, um, just resources like that, that people just need to have to live. Mm. Um, I know a lot of of my day too is um, like I'm in charge of the hope squad. And so right now we're doing like a kindness bingo. And so I've been working on that too. Um, and I know a lot of other counselors are on committees and things like that, but their, their job is pretty similar. Yeah. And then after school, you got crossing guard. Oh yeah. That's just the extra duty stuff. Like, I mean, I, 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 do that to, to kind of be nice and, and let the teachers, uh, you know, get some more time to plan and stuff instead of having to do that too. So, cause I know so, they're really stressed out. And so you run, so you have your groups, you have your lessons, you have your individual kids, you have your pantry, your resources and your food and your shell and your clothes and stuff. You have your crossing guard and your extra other fair share duties. How do you not get uber burnt out by being <laughs> an elementary school counselor? Because I, I bet there are so many just counselors in general. They get to the job and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. <laughs> no, I, I get that. There's a lot of people, especially um, in the Title I schools where you have like a, a lot of trauma mm -hmm. that you have to go through. Um not really, I mean, it's kind of traumatic yourself, like when the kids express those things to you and you know how sad and horrible they are. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, in, in Title I schools, because of the trauma, they get burnt out pretty quick. But I think a lot of the elementary school counselors, just like at, at normal schools, they they enjoy it and and, and it's just fast paced every day. And, and sometimes that's all you've known. Cause a lot of times um, that's where a lot of people start out and maybe they transfer to secondary later on. But uh, for some people, that's all they've ever known. And, and they find their own flow and it works. Yeah. So what are some things that you do for self-care so that you don't get bogged down by your heavy workload? Uh, you know, 
I find something that really helps with me right now in part of my groups, I actually am teaching coping skills. So I always do the coping skills with the kids. <laughs> this so, is a therapy session too, guys. Okay. Yep. <laughs> and, and progressive muscle relaxation for me is like, I am ready to go to sleep after we're done. So what, what pause, what is progressive muscle relaxation? So that's what, like when you, uh, it's basically like squeezing and relaxing your muscles and you go throughout all different parts of your body, just kind of squeezing your muscles and then relaxing them. So yeah, it's research-based too, that it helps relax people. And I know from doing it sometimes when I, I did it for the whole school too, at the very first of the school year. And I was tired afterwards just because I was doing that. But I do that. And when I go home, I I usually leave as much work as I can at work. And when I get home, I just try to, I I mean, I got, I got my dog. I try to take him on a walk, um, try to relax, watch TV, do the things that I enjoy to kind of just unwind. There you go. Absolutely. Cause I mean, I don't know, it's just with how heavy the workload is and because it's so super young kids and you see how sad they are and how heartbroken with a lot of that trauma, it can get really easy to get bogged down with it all. Oh, and so yeah. finding time to do stuff that you love. So you can kind of leave that at work, even though it's really easy to get really attached to these cute little kids. Um, but <laughs> I mean, we love them to death, but man, right. it can be exhausting caring so much. Yeah, you're, you're right. And and I think that that's really the main thing about self-care is you get, you got to leave that stuff at school. Yep. Yep. So I know it's hard, but yeah, (laughs) it's hard. It is hard, but it's so worth it. Oh my gosh. And it, it, it makes you so you're able to better care for your kids, for your caseload when you're taking care of yourself. If you're not taking care of yourself, you're not going to be able to take care of your kids as well as you could have. Exactly. Yeah. So if you had a brand new elementary school counselor drowning and needing advice, what would you say to them right now? I would say reach out to your peers, reach out to others because they're going to give you so many ideas they're going to give you so many different resources. There's people out there that are just so willing to help. Don't think that asking for help is a bad thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And those resources we were talking about earlier, those harmony lessons, there'll be a link to that in the podcast description, um, as well as some other resources that you guys can use for your SEL lessons. If you guys are like, I don't know what to do. Well, we can give you a little, some, some ideas here and there. Um, but yeah, Thank you so much, Kate, for being yeah. on today. This has been so good. I love learning so much more about, because I'm at a high school. I'm with the boring old kids. And so it's so nice to learn about, you know, all the different levels of school counseling and how each of us prepares our, the kids to hit that next level. Yeah. We all work together. It, it, it's great. <laughs> it, is. it truly is. And so what, what caused you to want to be on the Utah School Counselors Association board? You know, I had some friends on it when I was in grad school and they were telling me how fun it was and how so many people are great on there and they're right. (laughs) 
Um, and I just kind of joined from there because I started helping out volunteering with all of the conferences while I was in grad school. And then right. that just has gone from there. And now I'm the elementary VP and I, I'm more than happy to help any of our, our fellow counselors. So Yep. And there you go, guys. So um, her email will be in the show notes as well. No. <laughs> if you guys have any questions, just reach out to us. Uh, make sure to go follow us on social media at Utah School Counselor. Um, that th- Instagram tag will be in the show notes as well. Um, please join the Utah School Counselors Association, guys. There are so many great resources for those who are part of the association. Um, great resources, lessons, conferences, personal professional development, getting to know some really cool people and learning some really good things to help us do our job the best that we can. Um, Other than that, thank you so much for tuning in this week. Please tune in next week for your morning commute to get some personal development. You guys have a great day. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Sounding Board. Email thesoundingboard at utschoolcounselor.org to send us your questions and ideas. If you like our podcast, please rate and review our show. It helps other school counselors find us. Links and additional information for any references from today's episode are in our show notes. Check out our website at utschoolcounselor.org where you can listen to past podcast episodes, register for any of our professional development opportunities, and become a member of the Utah School Counselor Association. USCA members also receive bi-monthly newsletters to stay up to date on current Utah School Counseling news, events, and issues. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at UT School Counselor and on Twitter at USCA Tweets. The mission of the Utah School Counselor Association is to support professional school counselors in their work for students through advocacy, professional development, recognition, and support. This podcast would not be possible without the support of our members. We'll have more ideas to share with you next week. Let's go. Let's go.